Welcome to the ECG podcast, a show where some buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and talk about our love of video games and other shared interests. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman, joined this evening by Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. What's good? I don't know. You tell me. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say sports, <laughs> but Colts aren't that good. They're fine. Maybe get a wild card spot. Yep, I'll tell you what's not good as my fantasy results the last two weeks in a row. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe a little later. I almost uh, thought you weren't playing players because your score was so low. Oh, dude, I was like, no, supposed to get like 115 like points, and I ended up with like 45 or some shit against you last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was, it was bad. horrible. It was horrible. Uh, of course, we have Mr. George Ravelo from Miami, Florida, also joining me this evening. I'm here back in first place in the fantasy league, right where I belong. Ha- had a rough start after winning my first game, but we're back. I think I'm on a five-game win streak. Let's go. Nice. Yep. I haven't paid super, super close attention. I just know that, uh, you know, Bobby's Bobby bad. beat me. And I was like, what? Bobby beat you? He's yeah. he's he's starting players that aren't even playing. I know. I, I don't know. Wow. Like, we're not going to talk about it. It was just, it was like the, the one week so, that he... I don't know if you've seen it, Adam, but he's been starting uh, Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. For the past yeah. few weeks, I'm pretty sure he'll be starting Henry Ruggs this weekend. Um, awesome. Yeah, he's so, not going to be playing anytime soon. No, he's not. He's not even on. He'll, he'll literally no. never play in the NFL I, again. I, but I know. I know. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's like some, uh, I don't remember what his name was. It Andre in the league? Um, the, anyway, the guy that always got picked on. That's like some shit he would do. But uh, oh, these double entendres. The double entendres. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, man, that show is good. Uh, so yeah, today's episode, we are going to, um, wrap up some, like kind of, I guess like a final left or sorry, I almost said left for dead back for blood discussion since, uh, George and Adam have beat it. Got to talk a little bit about the forgotten city spoiler free, because that's a game that we don't want to spoil for anybody. And then maybe a little extended what we've been playing, what we've been watching and, uh, kind of just kick it. It's a trio instead of our normal, uh, quadruple. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's, I'm sure there's an actual term for that and it's just escaping me, but nevertheless, uh, let's, uh, let's kick it up. So you got, you guys, uh, beat, um, back for blood last night, right? Was it last night? We did on stream. Yep. Nice. Uh, where, where does this game uh, land for you? I know we've talked about it on the podcast a couple of times, but did it, uh, increase your opinion? Did your opinion more or less stay the same? Decrease your opinion? Give me a little I think, bit. I mean, I think it, um, I think it increased again. Like I have to preface this. I feel like I'm starting to look like this guy, honestly. Um, but, <laughs> but um, so to me, like I, I would say stay the same or increase. Like I was really high on it from the beginning. Uh, I do have to preface it by saying I never played Left for Dead because um, I feel like the biggest criticisms are it being, you know, not as good as Left for Dead or the same thing. But I mean, if that's a game that people generally love, I don't see what the problem is with that. Um, so. For me, you know, I probably like it a lot more because it's really my first time getting into this kind of game. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. I definitely slow burned it. I don't think it's a game that you binge in, in a couple of days or whatever. Um, but you got to play it with friends. And it's been fun just playing it little by little on stream in like small increments, like little two hour sessions has been a lot of fun. Um, I had so to me, like I think the game started off strong, slowed down a bit and then it finished really strong. Um, in terms of like the compelling, how compelling the levels were, um, the, the barroom blitz was like 
so awesome at, at the you know that was pretty early on i think in the first act um act two was a little bit more chill but then there is a mission towards the end um we had a really hard time with that was pretty wild too and also the one um what we're trying to run away from it's like it looks like a compound i forgot what it was adam but we were spending the entire time running while there was a bunch of them chasing us we had to open the gates and cross sure i don't remember that at all <laughs> you don't remember this <laughs> oh no no no! yeah anyway, well, yeah, we had yeah, to like yeah, look yeah. for like the power to the gate or whatever yeah we had to open up yeah we had to open the gates as there's like hordes of zombies coming from everywhere which is pretty, it was like the closest thing to that like a barroom blitz but you're running yeah you're running away um so there was definitely some pretty tough tough levels there at the end and the the, the final act the final boss fight was really cool too um it had some it had some interesting mechanics on it we did first try it um but again we were playing on the the basic difficulty so i don't think that i'm going to play the difficult the more difficult ones anytime soon personally because i got a lot of other stuff to play but I think it'll it'll be a game that I come back to in a few months, you know, when things slow down a little bit, and then it should be a lot of fun. But for me, I think I'm like at a very close to a nine. That's I'm kind of flirting with like in the eight, like a high eight. I don't know if it's at a nine yet. I have to let it simmer. But but I have it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I had a, I had fun, and I think it's been I think it's probably a top five favorite game for me this year for sure. Nice. Uh, Adam, how about you? Did, did your opinion go up or down or more or less stay the same? And well, like, what, what do you give me your like final little wrap up thoughts now that you've seen the whole campaign start to well, finish? I haven't actually seen the whole campaign. That's the thing. I need to go back and actually it out play of order, it. right? Yeah. I played half of Act One and I played all of Act Three. So I haven't played anything else. And I don't four know. and four. Oh, well, gotcha. yeah, four. That one mission. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. It is very so. For for me, it is what your memory of Left 4 Dead was. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of like this game better than Left 4 Dead just because it's modern. Yeah. You know, we've got things that you know weren't in that old game because it's an old game. Uh, so I think it's very good. I like it a lot. Chris, you'll appreciate in Act Three that there is a plantation uh, mission. I remember your brother brought that up as we were playing. It's like, oh yeah, there was a plantation mission in Left 4 Dead too. We got to defend the plantation. And yeah, it's, uh, uh, very similar. Con context uh and in case my brother is uh, clowning on me for the time he fell asleep because uh i don't know if he told you that story did mm -hmm. no oh i think he did in one of the sessions that adam wasn't there for Every we were playing on this, yeah. expert so like him and i got good enough at left for dead that we could run the hardest difficulty where like one zombie swipe from like the the basic bitch zombies 20 points of damage like 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 literally like a you know fifth of your health bar and uh, I think you could only go down and be res like one time, and then you were toast, and there's no coming back in that one. Like you, you, I don't. Well, yeah, you could, you could come back, like, but like certain areas. So anyway, <clears throat> we made it all the way to the finale, and like we had failed a couple times, like defending the house, but like we certainly weren't at the point where we were banging our heads against the walls yet, and we had kind of refined it, like we got really close. And so, if you can imagine like uh, a second story where like there is a. You know, imagine like you're you're facing down the hallway to the left is the stairs that come up and then there's the hallway and then there's a series of doors. So he his only job was to watch the stairwell and then I covered like the rest of the upstairs. Right. Like until it was time to go, the big tank would show up. We'd occasionally have to like run out of the house to fight it and stuff. But more or less like we had it down and um, we're right towards the end of the finale. I don't think like the help had quite arrived yet, but like it was like we're right there and I. Uh, like all of a sudden I'm getting smacked like crazy from my left side and just almost immediately go down. And I look over my brother's sitting on the couch next to me and he's just like, 
like head against the back of the couch, passed out, mouth agape, and the controller just rumbling in his lap. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding, kidding me right now, dude? Like, <laughs> how? So, how was my question? Um, I don't know. Um, but I still give him shit for that, and he still makes fun of me for getting so mad because I was just like, what the hell, dude? But that was that was the end of that. So I thought that's why he was like, oh, your brother wanted you to know there's a plantation level. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't hear the story, but that that is funny. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Hearing you two fight is pretty funny too. Oh, it's always great. Where's that <laughs> clip at, George? I have that on, clip. It's on Twitch. I've got it. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, your brother stuff, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, it's well, good. I like it a lot. I don't know where I would rate it. It might be top. I don't know if the end of the year it'll be top five for me, but it'd be like just on the outside. Like if it was top ten, it might be in there for me. I don't know about top five, but I also haven't finished the game completely, so I want to see. It's very yeah. good though. I wouldn't deter anyone from playing it. Because it is very fun. I feel like those Game Pass, like it seems yeah. like if you have a PC or Xbox, like again, I don't know what you're doing if you don't have Game Pass Ultimate. It's just yeah. a no-brainer. Man, um, what is it rank on Game Pass games? It's I don't know. There. Um, up there, man. I, I haven't played any more, so like I've I've basically played half the campaign so far, and like I'm I'm at a solid eight. Like it is very much more Left for Dead, but modernized, and I don't think that's a bad thing at all. So, um, you did jog my memory a little bit. I'm going to skip around a little bit here before we get to Forgotten City. Uh, I'll give an update on a game that I beat that I talked about um, on the podcast. A little quick update, like 60 seconds. Uh, Metroid Dread. So I beat that. And I like it. That is definitely in my top five of the year. Yeah. Him was a huge surprise. Like um, a lot of fun. I need to fuck. I, need, I haven't even. That's not even on my list. I forgot about that. One. <laughs> How long I, is a, it? Um, I think my final playtime and granted, like I did about 70% of the collectibles, which is a lot. Cause I like, you know, getting the missiles like count way up and the health way up and stuff. Uh, I think my final count was like eight hours. Oh yeah. Okay. I can the, do that. And that's doing like 70% of this stuff. Right. So, um, uh, it did get a little bit harder. Cause I know Erica had asked like, how hard is it? I see a lot of people say it's hard. Um, it is a bit tough at times. The final boss like was pretty like tough, but that even still probably took me like 45 minutes, like to, and I like maybe like five or six attempts, like, um, and didn't seem insurmountable. It's one of those things that like it will definitely punish you if you don't master the. Uh, there's like a like a counter thing where like the like the enemy's arm will flash yellow and you you push like the melee button. If you do that, you get to like do massive damage. And it's a, like if you get to that final boss and you've not mastered how to do that, it that final boss is pretty much going to be impossible. Like it's it punishes you essentially for getting that far without like mastering that but i think all the previous bosses like you kind of need to do the same thing um but i really liked it like i mean i like i've only played like one other metroid game that's super metroid and uh this very much feels like a modern version of that like with a lot of great gameplay improvements and things like that um one criticism i saw was that it's not very accessible i think that's totally fair like with the control scheme like um it, it definitely so I, I understand that complaint you know if you're a, a part of that community um that sucks like i uh, i sympathize and like i agree they should add the because you can't customize your controls at all like i think you could potentially make this game more accessible just by allowing people to to map uh controller buttons and also like for me personally i would have made a couple of changes um but very good i is it definitely in my top five firmly um this year right. and it's so an easy thing time. for the switch. That's a good like, dude, like that's a good one. I can tell you like to like, uh, like lay in bed, like throw on like some YouTube videos that you want to half watch or like a podcast or like music and like, like hour, hour, 15 minute chunks. Like it's good. 
um not nearly as like obtuse like just fucking pay attention to the tutorials and and like you might get stuck here and there like i i think twice i had to look up like a guide where i was like i think i know where to go and then the guide pretty much just like confirmed that and i was like all right it's not too bad though but uh, yeah i've totally forgotten about that but i gotta make some time to play that yeah you should. it's a light lift like you know and it's worth the 60 bucks like i you know there's a hard mode and stuff like if you enjoy you can go back and play we have robbie bobby miller fashionably late as always will he vomit on the podcast this week only time will tell uh you weren't here i don't think when that happened bobby like turned off the video and went and puked in the middle of the show last week yeah which is yep. pretty pretty on brand uh how are you doing bobby i'm good i'm good i yep. i didn't drink for this podcast so we'll see how it goes oh this is my first yeah Fantastic. it's weird Sober, yeah sober cast loving the, yeah. head, the headband i love the headband. oh thank you thank you trying different colors mm-hmm. we'll just wrap going? it up some uh, not too bad man um we're just wrapping up some metroid i was given a quick update on metroid dread which i really really liked i think it is a perfect switch game my only regret is i didn't get to play it on a trip like that seems like a fun vacation game while you're at the airport or on a plane or something but alas um all right let's pivot to the forgotten city uh, have you played forgotten city bobby i i got past the tutorial like the intro part but gotcha. that was that was it and it was only because it was a recommendation uh from what? someone okay yeah. well, we're not doing spoilers so if you know spoilers we're going to keep a spoiler free um and, the game uh, was on my list because of you bobby because you same. talked about I, it <laughs> you know what's weird is so many people recommended it to me that i bought it and then i started it but then with with two kids i couldn't i couldn't sit down for as long as i wanted to to play it and i just never went back should so but I, I i've heard good things yeah i love it this this is the, another one that like it's weird like two games i played this month are in my top five like of of the year like how big is your top five five games <laughs> yeah, i can tell you what they are if you want 12 games currently um so yeah I've got 12 games in my top five <laughs> yeah i mean currently it's uh it takes two forgotten city uh metroid dread and uh, i'm blanking here there's another really obvious one. Oh, ratchet and clank rift apart for sure um and what is the other one i'll think of it in a second i'll tell you returnal hitman uh, um resident evil village oh resident evil. um so those are my current top five but uh i've been talking enough george hit us with a synopsis of what the forgotten city is spoiler free, right. of course okay spoiler free so i'm gonna go into the premise of the game long story short you um are essentially thrown back in time into a city um the forgotten city i suppose um you don't know why you've been put there what the purpose of the city is but basically the city is governed by uh, a single law called the golden rule uh, which is basically if you commit any kind of crime everyone dies um, everyone is killed in the city um, and then the loop starts over again um, so if you steal something if you kill someone um, at least and that's where it gets tricky at least what your typical interpretations of what is wrong and right right like it's a it's a black and white but as you can see like what's right to someone what's what seems wrong it, it can you can flirt with that a little bit towards the you know, it, as you play the game. So that's essentially what, what's going on in this city. Um, and when you get there, you're essentially, is it, is it fair to say, in the middle of a political conflict where there is uh, someone who is trying, there's like elections coming up and 
and uh, the, the current magistrate is trying to retain power while someone is trying to overthrow them because there's this, there's a lot of people that believe that they should break the golden rule to test it. Um, you, of course, because you're locked into this loop, know that if the, you do break it, everyone will die. But of course, nobody in the town believe some people don't believe that to be true. Um, and so the, the person that's opposing this magistrate is doing so under the premise that he will then, I think, execute or somewhere he's going to kill that kill him to, to prove the point. And you're trying to prevent that because, well, you know, everyone will die if they do that. Um, so you start getting involved in between the politics of that while also trying to get the fuck back to your your timeline and finding out what the hell um, is going on. Um, does that about cover the, the, the yeah. plot? I think that's uh, I think that's a good like kind of setup. Yeah, you arrive um, and essentially like, you know, that that that's the setup for the game is you like are led by kind of the hand. I mean, you can refuse, but it's smart to do it like by a person an npc that's like uh, i'm this guy's asked to see you and he kind of sets it all up and says this is what's going on today this is what the golden rule is this is why you should not kill anybody or do anything because everyone here will die and then um you're given a couple of like quick little mysteries like like little side bits that kind of will like lead you on to like you know like just a path of discovery and then you're pretty much free to just roam about like there's no i mean like strict strict time limit like oh, let's get in a little bit like the design yeah. of this game i think my the first thing i loved was that like uh com compared to something like 12 minutes like it's a much longer time to like walk around and explore and i'm not sure like what triggers the passage of time but it felt very forgiving in that way where like i was not ever rushed like doing stuff and i like that like first and foremost yeah this go oh, go ahead yeah like that's a good point like i think i got i figured it all out in three or four loops um if that you know mm -hmm. so it's it, it just it doesn't feel as much like a time loop game because you don't there isn't a, a pressure of you racing against the clock like there is in those other games you know um so i didn't feel that at all i felt like you had a lot more time to do to kind of explore things and figure things out while we're at the beginning of the game chris before before you move on the one thing i will say though Right at the beginning of the game, for anybody who's starting out, I do find it to be a little overwhelming, the amount of things, the leads that they give you as to what to start doing. It's like a lot of different paths are thrown at you. It's not that you're if you do one, you can't do the others. There's a lot of things that you can do simultaneously, but there's a lot of things. Think of being handed a bunch of quests at, the, like, at starting a game. My best recommendation is to just pick one and things will sort themselves out and get a lot easier and less overwhelming. Like... It, it isn't that like it's going to replace it with more and more quests. It, you know, you will kind of start narrowing things down and narrowing different leads. I did think it was a little overwhelming at first, but once you kind of like get out were of that. You, were you like me, though, where you like walked around the entire town and that's why that happened to you? Because they they do try to like nudge you towards like a simple goal. But yeah. like me being me, I was like, well, I want to go like meet everybody and like, yeah get the lay yeah, of the like, land and that's what happens <laughs> yeah i want to make sure i don't go somewhere and skip something like i'm someone that likes to yeah. you know like yeah i want to explore an area and cover everything like in a grid right like i don't just want to go this way and, and you know if there's a fork in the road i want to check one but then i want to go back and check the other one like that kind of thing so i would recommend just picking one thing to start investigating and you know and, and go from there so sorry chris go ahead 
Oh no, you're fine. And also, uh, aside, because Adam put it in our Discord chat, uh, Death Loop's the one I forgot about. So ooh, that's that's going to be a hard uh, one of those. Oh, might get bumped off. Um, there's six we'll in his top five. Yeah. No, well, no, <laughs> I would I I would probably replace one of those. Um, like Ratchet and Clank might drop out of the top five. If they, but anyway, um, yeah. So the other like big compliment I can give it right off the bat is, is sense of space. Like I think within an hour, like you pretty much know, like you could you know where everything is and just by memory you can explore the map and and like look for stuff like like there are like some um i mean for how big it is compared to like some areas like it's a little harder to navigate um there's no map that i i was aware of i never used one um like it was really intuitive and the way it's laid out is really nice um so that's the other big compliment i can give it um and then like i guess like probably my like final like just like quick thought is like I never once got like frustrated while playing this game. And I think that's a, that's a huge credit to the design. Like I sometimes had to go like, Hmm, but like at no point was I ever like completely stuck or frustrated and felt like the game was pushing back to the point where like, I didn't want to play it. And I felt that constantly with 12 minutes, not constantly, but I, I felt that a lot in 12 minutes, um, to kind of like have a, a little bit of apples to apples, uh, comparison. Did you feel pretty like well-guided and, there was two only two things I ever looked up, and one was a curiosity, and one was because I wasn't sure. Um, without any spoilers, there's a certain time when you gotta look for a bottle of wine. Um, and I wasn't sure how to do it without breaking a law. Um, and then yeah, I wouldn't have figured that out. I don't think so. I personally I, by accident, have. I figured <laughs> yeah, it would either be by accident or yeah. you would have had to use a time loop and, and and take it with you. You do keep your things. So if you do use a time loop and get killed. Um, or you reset the time, you will keep all your stuff, which is, you know, which makes bad runs still useful. Um, and then uh, a certain person that you had to decide if you wanted to free or not, um, you know, I wasn't, I wanted to know what would happen if I did or I didn't, uh, but it relates to one of the potential endings because I wanted to get a certain kind of ending. Um, that was really the only things that I looked up, but it, like, it's a game of mystery that you know, you can figure it out. It doesn't have anything incredibly weird that like, like 12 minutes that has some shit that you would just not fucking figure that out if you didn't look it up because fuck that. Like that's yeah. so, you know, like um, it actually, you just take a moment to think where should you go? What, you know, what should you do? That kind of thing. And and, it, and you'll figure it out. Um, and then, you know, we're not doing spoilers. So it's a bummer. Cause like what I really want to talk about, like the big thing is just kind of how this game ends, you know, and, and, and what ends up happening and, I found the game to be incredibly like thought provoking. Um, and we, yeah, we definitely have to do a spoiler cast type thing uh, about this whenever you guys play the game. Yes, please. Because I think there's a lot to break down in, in the ending sequence of the game. It's one of the most satisfying endings that I've had in a video game, which is I think ever, honestly, because I feel like a lot of video games, you're like not ready for it to end or it's the end of the journey. But in terms of like getting closure for shit, like wow this game this game is a is a on a scale of one to ten is a 15 when it turns like how this game ends and puts a perfect bow uh to to wrap this game up i thought was fucking masterful um how this game ends which is not something i feel you know it's difficult to end a game like it is a tv series or movies and whatnot um but this this game absolutely fucking nails the ending in my opinion if you go if you get the canon ending i haven't gotten the other ones so which is not hard to do by the way no, like i think it like if you just kind of like it's pretty obvious too like when, when you're you're finding ways to potentially end the game and break the loop like 
you can pretty much tell how you should do it as opposed to other alternative ways. So it's like, like most canon endings going to be the most complicated, like, <laughs> you know, so if it sounds easy, like the chances are, there's probably, um, another, uh, another solution, uh, three developers. I think that's the thing that I kept coming back to over and over again. Like you can very much tell this started off as a Skyrim mod, like, um, like in terms of like how people walk around and move and just like some of the, the feel of it. Um, it doesn't make it any less impressive though, that like essentially aside from like the voice cast and the composer, like there's three people that programmed and executed this game. Like it is, it's very, very impressive. Um, for, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's grand in scale or anything, but like, just like how complicated it is and how well designed. I don't think I ran it in any, uh, bugs or glitches. Oh, I did. did. I you? did. Yeah. But that I'm is. sure Adam won't have to deal with that. Yeah. I had a no. couple of crashes on PC. Uh, um, yeah, I played on Xbox. That's yeah. yeah. I had a couple of crashes on PC. Um, a couple of instability issues, like, uh, think like those invisible walls in destiny where you're just running too fast or something and it has to stop and load it. Uh, a little bit, but um, you know, for a free game on Game Pass, I'm not complaining about that. Yeah, nothing uh, horrible, nothing horrible. I, I also did want to point out that um, this game obviously does involve mythology at some point, but I really enjoyed how it involves mythology, all of it. Like, there's what there's elements of Ro- Roman, Egyptian. Greek, Egyptian, and I forgot the other one, Sumerian. Uh, yeah, which is which is really cool too. How how all that gets tied into how it how it plays a factor, I think, is pretty pretty neat. But definitely worth checking out, guys. I would I would prioritize that game so we can talk a little bit more about it. I played it in one sitting, so I mean, like six hours. I sat down on a Saturday, fully expecting to like ah, like hour or two, and then like you know maybe do that like a couple more times because I saw like the average time was like six hours, and like that's right where it ended up for me and. um like the first hour, like George said, I was a little bit like overwhelmed. And I thought like I was right at that point where I was kind of like ready to bounce off and be like, all right, I'm good for now. I'll come back. And then um, I kind of pushed through. And once those dominoes started falling, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I'm fucking nope. Oh, like, let's go. That's, that's exactly the phrase that I was going for, like a snowball effect or dominoes. Like there's a point in the game where you feel like you're, you're gaining traction. And then that's the when you don't want to put it down, when you just want to keep going and find out the next thing and. And it's 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 good, man. It it is good stuff all around. Off mic, we we said that uh, I think we both agreed that this like significantly lowered our opinion of twelve minutes, which was already uh, kind of like, uh, like it's yeah. just it's unfortunate because I think the twelve minutes probably got more attention. I hope this one starts to pick up more steam um, now that it's on Game Pass and whatnot. But like, yeah, if you played twelve minutes and you moderately enjoyed it, um, this game will blow it away blow it out of the water and if you hate it 12 minutes don't let that um sour your expectations of this game because this is so much better it's everything that that game is not and and let me tell you like it doesn't have this uh fancy a-list uh cast but they do a great job anyway so um yeah those characters are all memorable like yes. every single character in the town i could you know maybe not remember their names but most of them i could and i could certainly tell you their personality and like all their backstory and stuff which is like <laughs> impressive yeah. and and the ending does a great job with those two you know with, yeah. with with every single person you come across uh has significant relevance in the game uh which is which is great because there's a, a good amount of characters what would you say there's like what 10 to 15 yeah i was gonna say a and, dozen but yeah yeah, yeah npcs that you're coming across that that really matter um for the game and have and have some significance so 
it's good stuff all around. Any uh, questions about the Forgotten City from uh, from Bobby or Adam before we uh, before we move on? I just want to know how why Bobby stopped. I mean, not why Bobby stopped, but how did you feel at your tutorial, Bobby? Do you like this game or no? Yeah, I I liked it, but I knew that like I had to stop because I knew that it was going to be either something that I had to sit there like Chris did and play it all throughout, or I did like I did and and stopped and didn't have time. So I do want to get back into it though. I, I have to say. I uh I played it over like three sessions, like three over three days. I, I broke it up because I started playing it late. And yeah, definitely the first session I was like, I was like, okay, like I'm just gonna get through it because I know it's a short game. But when I was like in the in the middle area and like that's when I, I didn't want to put it down. I had to because it was getting really late the second time. And then yeah, when I finished it, it was just like felt like I was going hundred miles an hour because I was excited to to see it unravel. So uh, progression that's the last thing i wanted to say i think they do a nice job with like it's like one of the most clever solutions to like i know what i need to do but like don't make me go do this stuff over again like i won't say what oh it is, my but, god yes but it ties yes. in really nicely to like how like the game ends as well like um i thought that was ace like um so we'll it's just that's the thing is like comparing it to 12 minutes like everything that i hated about 12 minutes this game knocks out of the park like yeah it's a there's a mechanic where you basically don't have to, you know, like when you're doing 12 minutes, I got to I got to do this, 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 and then experiment with this last part here. So, you know, because there's different ways that you could go. Whereas here, like it kind of there's a way for you to kind of pick up exactly where you left off if you have to reloop again, which is which is nice without actually picking up where you left off, which is you'll see. It It'll doesn't feel sense. cheap. Yeah. It like because there's a payoff to it. Like, again, it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it, but um be excited for uh for more for y'all to play it like um again thank god for game pass like it's just another example of like many things that like this year that like i've not only saved a bunch of money but like i've played games that like maybe i wouldn't have or like eventually would have like you know gotten around to but like long after the kind of the conversation was done so like yeah um all right let's let's transition a little bit to uh just a little more freeform discussion what we've been playing what we've been watching wait 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 chris i just want to take a moment since you were praising game pass i just want to remind you of all the wonderful games you've played on game pass this year mm -hmm. and just remember you spent 40 bucks on aliens fire team i know i know <laughs> i know trust me like i when i'm going through my library we'll, we'll talk about this in a few when i'm talking about my uh a little backlog blitz as i've been calling it every time i see that in my fucking game library it makes me mad like <laughs> not because it's particularly bad but just because it was so aggressively okay and we only played it for like two hours one night yeah. like like it is a 40 dollar game but when you just think of the value you get in something like game pass <sighs> like yeah. like the forgotten city is a short game but that is a game that deserved 40 of my dollars you know like <laughs> so more so but yeah um bobby i, I want to go to you like no pressure no restrictions just like uh what have you been up to man what have you been playing what have you been watching like uh like hit us up with uh what robbie bobby miller's been, been up to. um let's see uh i've been watching we did watch the uh the new season of lock and key uh yeah. by joe hill i loved it i loved it uh, I met him a long time ago during a comic book signing thing, and uh, he was really cool. So I started reading most of the stuff that he was doing, and Lock Key was pretty cool. And to see it become a TV show, you just said Joe, he. Uh, Joe Hill. 
he's Stephen King's so, uh, son. Yeah. Oh, that's so, right. He does have a yeah. not King name. That's right. Yeah. Yep. He wanted uh, to not ride his dad's coattails. Is kind of the story behind right. that. He was he's like doing yeah. a good job too. Yeah, he's like one of the Where premier voices of. Uh, go ahead, can you Bobby. watch that? Uh, Netflix, I believe. What's that about? I need a new show, man. Uh, Lock and Key is basically this this family called the the Key family. Uh, they. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil it. Um, they move uh, back to the house where the father grew up. It was called the key house. And everywhere they go throughout the house, just the kids, uh, these keys that open up different doors and things around the house, uh, they're like whispering to them so that that's how they find these keys. But each key does something different. Like uh, one of the keys, uh, you could turn into a ghost, like you open your front door. And as you open the front door, you go to walk out. Your body stays there, but then your ghost's flying around uh, oh, the property. Stuff. It it isn't. It isn't like my girls loved it. Uh, they're seven and four, and they they still haven't seen the finale. Uh, they ask every day, "Can we watch the key show?" Uh, and we we haven't finished it, but it's really good. Like the I think the first season was better than the second because uh, I feel like they did more uh, in depth with the keys in the first one. Um, but uh but it, it's really good i i highly recommend it it's it's pretty cool you'll like the characters it's it's a pretty cool show okay cool nice uh what else man what have you been playing uh i since baseball season died down i haven't been playing that much baseball uh but i tell you what i um i opened a, a game case to put a game in and it was accidentally dead cells and i couldn't stop playing it uh like I, it's one of those things where I took one out and put it in a different case and forgot about it and opened it up and I was like, oh man, dead cells. So I started playing it again and it, I loved it. Like I, I've been playing it almost every day since. It's just, it's so fun and it was so quick. Like like dead cells, it's something you can pop right back into, especially after you lock unlock a lot of the stuff. Um, but I've just been playing that basically. Um, that and Rocket League, I got back into Rocket League. Uh, but other than that, that's yeah. I remember like the, the dead cell days, like where like, I just like for, I mean, probably three or four months straight, like at work on my lunch hour, I would just like knock out like two runs of death cells. And I got to really know like which, how you could get to the different biomes. Cause like, there's like those paths that'll unlock and then the weapons and the builds that I like, like I was a, a trap guy, like having like the traps, yes. like the turrets and shit like that. Like, yep. Um, wow, man, that was good. That is a good game. Like I, I've considered going back to see like, you know what it's, what it's like, uh, maybe going back this evening. I've had it loaded up and ready to play for a while. There you go. It's fine. It's, it's addicting though. That, that was my problem. It's, <laughs> it I knew is. the second I put it back in and I started doing well again. I was like, no, I, I can make it to the castle. I can make it here. I could keep doing that. And then that it's even like, it time. doesn't even, yeah, it doesn't even make you angry dying. It reminds me of Returnal, uh, except for when I was trying to get the platinum. That was the only time I hated Returnal. Speaking of which, I might finish that game because there Did is now you? the ability. No, no, I might. Nope. Might. Because there's the ability to suspend. Oh, your I heard now. that. Yes. Like you can now yes. like like stop and like save your run. God, I wish they had you're, that before. Muted George. Or, oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. I gotta go back and finish that game as well. <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I care enough. Like it was a lot of fun. I feel like I, I should see it through. Like I'm like right yeah. there, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I I'd say it's not worth it uh if you if you're really not well I'm just saying only because of uh, I, I feel like for some reason that game to me personally is the button configurations are so different from other games that like when I go to Warframe or go to something else I end up hitting the wrong buttons all the time 
that that would be my only frustration and that's just because me because i have a hard time i don't like tutorials and i hate trying to figure out the buttons l1 r1 does the same things different things i did have that concern i feel like that's a game that i'm it's i'm gonna be rusty i'm gonna it's gonna take me a little bit to get used to it again i think one run one run you'll get it dude like that's i mean there's dodge there's shoot you know the weapons right like dodge and shoot and like the jump right and double jump or whatever and then there's the little hook like yeah give we it a should, one run you'll be good see. we shall see how about you adam uh which what have you been watching playing reading like whatever man well don't ask me what i'm reading because i don't read anymore i'm not in high school chris excuse yourself i, I know most people read i'm giving her time uh <laughs> no I'm, I'm with you man fuck that shit yeah fuck, fuck reading <laughs> um so what i have been watching uh i wanted to watched this show for a while and i never got to it and the show's over i'm like you know what let me just check it out um and i'm watching the runaways marvel's runaways ah it was a hulu original i believe it's on disney plus but i'm watching it on hulu and uh yeah i i was like this seems interesting but i don't you know i don't know what's going on and then they put one of the characters in midnight suns i'm like no, i have to watch it now so i'm in season one of that show how is it what do you think i like it so far it does the thing where my problem with a lot of superhero tv shows they're like an hour long right well i was also watching avengers cartoon so then i was like i actually want to watch something else um my problem with a lot of it's normally a cw problem where it's like here's an hour long tv show but 80 percent of it is like romance and drama bullshit because like you watch you know bad girl or bad woman not bad girl excuse me and it's like oh she does some cool stuff and then it's just talking about her relationship and then this character it's <laughs> you, awful you must have loved arrow that dude i didn't watch it because i don't that I don't dude fucks that dude fucks that's boring <laughs> i don't mind that being in the story but it's an hour long show and dude. 35 minutes is about relationship drama dude, let me tell you what i don't give a shit about arrow bangs everyone on that show good for him i guess <laughs> um so i don't like those cw shows so i watch this and i'm like oh let me it is they are high schoolers there's a little bit of that, but it's not nearly as bad as the CW stuff that I found. And I really, because the whole thing is, so the runaways, it's their parents. There's this group of uh, five or six teenagers are all 17. So you got a little bit of high school stuff, but uh, in the first episode, you find out like, oh, their parents are like either super villains or like it's set in the Marvel universe. Like they're people have powers and shit, um, but it's like, oh yeah, our, our pa- all of our parents are fucking villains. Like they witness a ritual sacrifice of a young person. Like, oh, our parents just killed this person and they're wearing like cloaks and shit. So then it's the kids just trying to do the investigation and some of them are discovering they have powers at the same time. So Hmm. again, I'm only like four episodes in, but it's like, yeah, I know like these characters, like they are Marvel characters. So these kids are going to get their powers and, but it's really cool. Like I said, there's not too much drama stuff, even for it being like high schoolers. There's very little of that romance drama bullshit. And it's just like, what's this mystery and we're also getting some superhero stuff at the same time. So I'm having a good is time. Is it how many seasons is it? Three seasons. Three. Okay. And it's over, right? Yeah. I think there's like 10 episodes a season. Does it have any like I'm getting some Umbrella Academy vibes? Never watched it. Couldn't tell. Never you. watched it. Yeah. First season of that show was very good. And then it went to shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so first season I would recommend. The second season it just wasn't very interesting to me. But um so the runaways, any relation to like X-Men and stuff like that? Is this what they sound like? Are they? So like I said, I know they're Marvel characters. I don't know if they have relation to X-Men. I just know that there is like a Marvel run of books called the runaways. And it's the, oh, okay. the kids of these supervillains who are trying to be heroes. So like in Marvel's Midnight Suns, the girl with the staff that does the magic, she's a runaway. So it's just a group of characters that they made. 
Um, yeah, I like it a lot so far. I'm still figuring out what's going on. We still got the mystery, but there's a girl who controls dinosaurs. Um, there's a girl who does magic. And hmm. some dude seems like he's going to be Iron Man like. Some girl has like animal powers. Like she powers up and just like can put holes through walls, but then she passes out because she's tired. I don't know. We'll see when we get there. Is that one of those shows that like just ran prior to the Disney acquisition? I'm guessing. It was during the Disney acquisition, but it was more mature, so they didn't put right. it on like ABC or whatever. That's why it went to Hulu, which Disney owns Hulu, so that's I'm assuming why it went there. Okay, I'm looking at the uh, like some of the original artwork and stuff. Um, the comic book characters look cool. Mm-hmm. I never never watched that show. There was Legion too, right? That was a like a Marvel. Legion's good. I never seen that one either. Oh, that's good. And I feel like there's one other one. I don't know if there was one other Marvel type show that was on something like that there was legion marvel's runaways hellstorm which went for like a season on hulu like a year ago yeah or hellstrom something like that but yeah runaways i'm enjoying it i'll see Isn't how our constantine yes. show too wasn't it black and white wasn't that a that one cloak that and dagger the time? cloak, cloak and, dagger. and dagger yes but that's on freeform so that seems a little too relationshipy to me i don't know i haven't watched it but i'm assuming it's a lot to do with them being in love uh so yeah runaways is good so far we'll see how it ends uh, and then playing, I'm just playing uh, South Park Stick of Truth and I'm yeah. playing Dead Cells tonight. Is it first time playing Stick of Truth or are you replaying it? I'm replaying it, but I bought it was on sale last week and it was the game with all the DLC. And I was like, I only got, you know, two or three hours into it originally when I played it. So I was like, I'm going to rebuy it. It was like 10 bucks with all the DLC. And I'm like, I'm actually going to play it this time. So that's what I've been playing all day today. I haven't really played anything. Else. When you get to the uh, the gnome section. Mm-hmm. Give me a quick update. Okay. I think that might be the hardest I've ever laughed like a video game like and it's one of the most absurd fights like in an RPG. Mm-hmm. So you'll I've know. Re- yeah, I've got to remember because I played Stick of Truth and I was just like because whenever you pick your your class, oh. Cartman's like, oh, your backstory is the your dad fucked your mom and you couldn't stop it. And I was like, does this game have the part where you go super small and like go underneath your parents as they're fucking? But like that might be Stick of Truth. Yeah. Okay. So, are you playing Stick of Truth or the Fractured? No, butthole? I'm playing Fractured Butthole, but I did oh, play Stick of Truth. Okay. okay. So Stick I'm trying of, to remember what funny things were in each game. Stick of Truth is mind. the one with the. Uh, that's the one I'm talking about. Where like, yeah, yeah, the uh, the, with the underpants gnomes or whatever. And yeah, yeah, you're fucking. You're under your parents as they're fucking. Yep. <laughs> like your dad's balls are just fucking flying over the screen. It's fucking wild. It's like an environmental hazard. <laughs> it's fucking great. I was pissing myself, <laughs> dude. I, I mean, I could barely like put my controller inputs. I was laughing. Yeah, so that's Stick of Truth. That shit's wild. But yeah, no, I'm playing Fracture Butthole. Doing the oh, Fracture Butthole Hole is really good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the grid system and stuff. Like it's, yeah. it adds a little element of uh, combat's you know, different, a little more you, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically it. Fantastic, uh, George. I'll let you go next. I'll, I'll go last if you want. Um, I mean, I've been pretty much talked about what we've been what I've been playing. Back for Blood, um, Forgotten City, and. Um, I've still been playing a good bit of Final Fantasy 14, man. Pretty much all in on that game. I already pre-ordered the expansion that's coming out in a few weeks, even though I'm two expansions behind. Um, so that's been that's been a lot of fun. Um, I installed Age of Empires 4, so I got to start playing that because I was pretty, pretty excited about that coming back. And then, man, Jurassic Park Evolution 2 comes out next week as well. So I'm going to have to play that because, of course... And Forza. Um, oh, I'm so excited for Forza. I don't know if I'm gonna have time for Forza. Like I was really like I was really excited about it when it when you know when it's coming out, and I think it's a game that's gonna be fun, but I just don't know if I'm gonna have the time to squeeze it in there. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna try. 
Uh, Highest rated game on Metacritic of the year. Yeah, I have a feeling it's a game that I'm going to install, play for a couple hours, have fun, and then and then that's it. Like it was fun. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I've got a lot of shit to play. Um, Never enough time. How yeah. about watching anything like cool, like TV show yeah. wise and stuff? Like yeah, well, so I've been uh, binging Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's been my like passive show to watch while I'm playing my an MMO. It's like I don't know. It just pairs perfectly while I'm waiting in a queue or something like that. I've got it on the uh, the other monitor, so that's kind of what I've been watching. And it's been fun because that show just has gotten better each season that I've been watching it. The first one was kind of whatever. I finished. I watched that one, and then I and I stopped. But I just recently came back to it. I'm like on season four now. Uh, man, that that is good stuff, man. It's not like The Office, but dude, there are so, any of you guys watch it or have mm-hmm. watched it? Not all of it, but like I think we've watched like three or four seasons. Like I need to get back to it, but yep. I, I will say, man, the Captain Holt is fucking <laughs> yeah. top fucking notch. Like, <laughs> like that guy, he is in a class of his own. Like he 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 could give some of the best characters on The Office a run for their money, a hundred percent. Just his just his tone, his voice, and he's fucking hilarious. Then I don't really find Andy Samberg's character very funny. Uh, a couple of quips like i think he has a little bit like i mean the show's about him basically right but it's uh i don't find him that funny but i find captain holt uh gina is fucking hilarious um she's such a bitch but it's so but it's so funny and uh terry cruz's character kind of annoying too but and and boyle man boyle is great too he's such a weirdo so i feel like man that that cast that that move that shows supporting cast is really really funny again not on that tier with the office but it's like one of those shows like the office where all the side characters have like are pretty funny too you know and have you know they're 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 memorable so i've been watching a lot of that i did watch a little bit of that uh that little documentary that you recommended chris about the movies that made us mm-hmm. for the for the stuff that i knew something about so i watched the one for jason michael myers aliens uh which is pretty i didn't know all that shit about aliens man um i feel like that's another thing we need to get back to alien versus predator <laughs> but uh but yeah i didn't know about all the drama behind the making of that of that fucking movie man holy shit um watch the special features like if you ever see it on sale like there's like a two-hour documentary there's even more stuff like that's even crazier that like they covered what they could but yeah yeah and i like how what's his name i forgot bro i don't know him as raiden from mortal kombat um a french guy <laughs> no 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 the first raiden from mortal kombat or the second raid and the one that got kicked out of oh james aliens. remar yeah james remar yeah for mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah yeah i just remember him but he just casually says like yeah i was just doing a lot of meth and got in trouble and i got kicked out like he's on the he's on the documentary and just fucking talks about it like like nothing like just like crazy times you know the way they yeah. treat drug they were, offenses back then i mean the the cast and crew to be fair were very kind like it wasn't until i think like the early like 2000s where people even would like they really protected his privacy because he had like a bad drug problem like nobody really talked about why like they were just like oh it didn't work out and you know once he started publicly talking like the cast like kind of like opened up about it that's a cool group of people like to be able to keep that shit secret like with like hollywood gossip and stuff like that like anyway continue sorry yeah i mean the biggest thing was basically james cameron versus the british crew right like it was that the whole thing (laughs) um which was pretty the whole thing was pretty interesting to be honest um then the the hollow the halloween one was really good too 
And then and then the Friday the 13th was that shit was just hilarious. Um, how the guy's like, yeah, I just wanted to copy that shit, you know, and make some more and make some money off of that. And then and then I want to go do Broadway. Like the, the dude that made that first movie uh, or directed it or whatever, like that dude is a is, is a character. Um, so I thought it was pretty insightful. I mean, I don't know of all those movies there. Like I, they don't mean as much to me. It's probably a lot better for Chris. who probably knows every everything that's on there. But um, I got I, I saw there was one about the toys that made us. Yeah. Um, and the shows that made a TV shows that made us or something like that. I got to go back and I got to watch a couple. But uh, I thought it was pretty, pretty neat. Yeah, it's and a neat like, narrated. show where you can like pick something that like is of interest and then skip the yeah. other stuff. Like I probably narrated never... well, too. It is. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Like the whole tone of it is fun. Yeah. The RoboCop one was super awesome. Like uh, my wife and I enjoyed that so much that we went and like rewatched RoboCop like the, like the next night. But um, I'm glad you like, like I said, it's one like pick pick an episode that like is a movie you care about and then skip the rest. Like you don't have to like there's no through line, right? You could just like enjoy what what looks interesting. Yeah. I still have to watch a couple episodes like Jurassic Park. I haven't seen that one yet. Like, oh, there's one for Jurassic Park. I didn't one know of the that. prior seasons. Yeah, because there's like go, three seasons. But yeah. I got to go and watch that. And then I, I haven't gotten to it yet, but I've been I've been wanting to check out that show on Hulu that I think it's relatively new called Dope Sick. Um, Michael Keaton. Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Very cool. Um, so let's see. I, I went on, as I said, the backlog uh, blitz like uh, this past couple weeks. I beat both Injustice games, just played the campaigns and like that's it. Had a great time, um, especially the second one was like on par with like some of my favorite DC like stories ever, like in the comic books. Like I felt like they really I think it's better than like 80 percent of the DC movies that like have come out like you know not that that's a high bar to clear necessarily but uh but it was really solid and like the fighting mechanics like it's it's amazing like as much as like the graphics and some of the like the mechanics have evolved like if you know how to do back back forward forward like punch or do the you know fireball down, motion yeah i mean <laughs> like like you like you can still have a great time and then of course you can button mash like you know too and still like have a good time but uh i really enjoyed both of those um I talked about Metroid Dread, Evil Within. I beat that. That is a perfect example of a game that has like an absurd story that I only moderately cared about, but like the gameplay was a lot of fun, so it was easy to like play all the way through to the end. And I just started the second one, and I'm liking that one like a lot more. So that's that's cool. That was uh, a 360 game, right? Uh, no, like so. Evil Within One was like at that like it was like one year like past like the launch of the Xbox One, so. It feels a little bit like a 360 game. Evil Within mm. 2 is like true next gen. Um, and like there's like some like t open world-ish elements to it. It's a lot harder, but uh, like some playing on, you know, like the survival difficulty or whatever. But um, I, I mean, I like it. It's fucking weird. It's Japanese as fuck, like as far as the horror goes. So a lot of like strange ass, like big monsters that are just nightmare uh, balls of fur and long limbs but um it's a good time man uh, oh scarlet nexus had come out on game pass by the way that's yep. a game that came out this year yep it's, it's up there on my list on the list of of games to play uh for sure um so tv show wise i am obsessed with the americans like i uh i love like cold war era like um like just the cold war era i think it's very interesting kind of the end of like the tensions between america and russia and 
the premise of that like it doesn't I, I like you couldn't convince me like prior to watching the show that like you could have two characters that you don't necessarily root for like nor root against but like they're they're both really horrible people like they're they're russian spies and they do some fucked up stuff um but like i can't stop watching like i like i find the story fascinating i don't particularly want them to get caught but like also like i don't there's times where i'm like i don't I, like this is not making me like you anymore but like you they're fascinating characters um and it's like some of the, like the the surrounding characters are really good but it's also supposedly like really really um realistic as far as like espionage shit and i think that's like really like cool like it's not sexy like james bond like so you know um i mean they i guess there's a little bit of that like entry because part of like being a spy is that like you occasionally have to like fuck somebody to you know get closer to them and they're all that but like uh yeah man like i i love it like i'm already like on the fourth season out of six like i just like i, I watched two or three episodes back to back i have to like stop myself and um it's really really well cast well acted um that show's over too yeah it's been over for a while where is um, where's that on you can watch it on prime um like it was the fx show originally but it's on prime you might be able to watch it elsewhere too but it's definitely on prime video it's, it's, it's definitely on hulu, hulu yeah on fx is on hulu yeah. yeah you might be able to watch it there too but um I yeah can't, out. can't recommend it enough like if you like shows where it's like definitely like you don't see anything like coming like with it like it, it's got like that good kind of like thing and um i i caution you it is not like it's breaking bad and that like it, there's the anti-hero but it's like so far they're not really anti-heroes that i root for particularly so like you got to be able to kind of stomach the fact that like they're not man. horrible horrible people but they do shit where you're like it's like man. breaking bad i hated everyone in that show yeah okay well then there's no there's no one in breaking bad that i liked I jesse mean, no i mean i felt bad by the end of the show i felt, I felt bad, for bad for him but okay. you think like he's yeah. like I, fe- I felt bad for him yeah but more so because like i think he's still kind of shitty but everyone yeah. else is so much worse yeah okay <laughs> well <know>? then, <laughs> then okay because there's like some people that like actively root for walter white like how, in, how could you bro fuck that guy i don't know i, I don't know. know who's worse him or his wife man yeah i i don't know but there are some people that do um but in any event so if you're cool with that then like yeah you probably would like um and like the seasons are about like 12 or 13 episodes i think um but yeah I, I like it it's good it's set in the 80s too so like it has like a, a cool vibe and like a big compliment that i'll pay it like and i'll move on is like even though it's set in the 80s it doesn't slap you in the head with like look at all these like 80s 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 you know what i mean like some show like it's a strength for stranger things because like it's trying to be like a ghostbusters like amblin entertainment like kind of thing it harkens back to nostalgia it works for stranger things sometimes i get sick of that shit and i think this show is like really subtle about it like the clothes the like the the way that like the houses are designed the cars and stuff um but it's not like constantly reminding you like hey it's in the 80s so yep and i think that's it man i'm trying to think like um there's any other like shows like I know I'm like we're woefully behind like Squid Game is like something I keep telling Marianne like we gotta like fucking like watch it like not even to be part of the conversation but like just like I, I feel like it's a show worth watching It'd be be cool oh Succession does anybody here watch Succession no nope. Bobby does okay um so as we get further into the season I'm gonna need somebody on the pa- podcast to talk to are you keeping up week to week no, I haven't started. I wanted to wait for a couple because I get I get okay, excited and want to watch them back to back. But yeah, that's been our hardest thing. It's the first time we've had to like. It's like when I got big into the Sopranos and then like got to my first season where I had to watch it week to week. I'm like, this fucking sucks, dude. Like, 
I want to see what happens next. Like um, that was me with the game with Game of Thrones. Like I didn't start watching Game of Thrones until in the middle of season two. And those seasons are like the beginning is so great. And I'm like, fuck, I got to wait. How long? I was I was at that. That was like to me the height of like Netflix stuff where like you're already, Binging. you know, yeah. So you're used to it. So now I like unless I need at least two full seasons of a show before I jump on board. Like I can't do this week to week shit. That's that's <laughs> what got us into succession, and now here we are, like like chumps watching like one episode at a time. Um, I like so my hot take is that's the best show currently on TV by a country mile. There's nothing that even comes close to me. Like the writing, like the acting. There was a scene where a character I won't spoil anything. Like literally was just like no dialogue. Was walking down a hallway, and then like walks into a room and like sits down. Like doesn't say a word. And I'm like. I feel like this guy has already pretty much won like uh, the best actor for like the Emmys, like already just with this one scene alone. You'll, I mean, like if you watch the show, you'll know what I'm talking. He, he won last year, so um, I'm like, yeah, I think this this like he, he may take it like just as one scene. I'm like, yeah, he's like better than probably anybody. Like his like age or class, like for for dramatic series. Like I'm just blown away, like how much emotion, like with not a bit of dialogue, nobody else to act with, like just how fucking incredible. But uh yeah, that shows in a class all its own. And uh I'm anticipating it. Uh there's two out right now and the third is on its third episode right now. Uh the fourth one's this coming okay. Sunday. It so. qualifies. All right. Um HBO. Like but so highly recommend. I can't cannot give a high recommendation um at all. But I think that brings us to the end of the show, uh, fellas. Uh, Bobby, I hate you for beating me in fantasy football. I gave you your first win. Uh, you're lucky. I, I, everybody I keep trying to pick is injured reserve. So it's, uh, yeah, I got lucky. That's my one. I'm like the uh, Dolphins. Did Marianne beat you last week? Did, did she squeak it out? Like she said, like, oh, I can't lose to this guy. He's only won one oh, time. Oh, yeah. Like, I think she beat game. me and then Erica beat me a week before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keeps Pete. on going. Jesus. <laughs> Poor Marianne. She got like negative 11 points from her defense when she played. Me. Oh my God. She was, she turned off the Jaguars game on Sunday. Like she was just like, uh, I have a surprise over Meyer saw his job, but we can talk about that some other time. And that's it. Uh, I hope you guys have a, a nice, safe weekend. Um, if you end up watching any of the recommendations that we've given each other, like let's, let's circle back and talk about it. But uh, until next time, we love you. Thanks for hanging out. Give us a like, share, and a subscribe, especially that share part. We love it. We love it. We love it. And until next time, bye. Take it easy.